I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Let's talk about breakfast. It is, in fact, the most important meal of the day, so we should definitely touch on it. So it's it's funny, you, uh, even though we are both technically millennials, you have what seems to be the normal position for millennials on this. There was that article back in February about how millennials are too lazy to eat cereal because it's too much work to get out a bowl. and then Whatever. It... And so everyone was like, oh, boo, millennials, what a bunch of idiots. But this is the broader market trend. Someone in Business Week did a cover story about a year ago on why Kellogg is falling apart. And one analyst called it basically immense fragmentation of the market. It's either going up or down. Some people are too busy or too lazy for cereal. And so they're eating things that are even easier. They're having granola bars or a piece of fruit or people who are putting effort into the breakfast and they are actually cooking eggs or doing some other thing. I never get a pan out in the morning. Cooking is a joy. Cooking is a joy, people. It is a joyful activity. Um, I love morning. <laughs> oh God, Unless I'm worst. hungover. Unless I'm hungover. Right, exactly. So three out of seven. I don't like morning. It, it's really funny the way the cereal companies are dealing with this, though, because cereal's, you know, an old big business. And if you are General Mills or Kellogg or Post, and that's your business, and nobody wants to eat cold cereal anymore, you have to figure out what you're going to do. And so the sort of emblematic thing about why General Mills is doing pretty okay and Kellogg is doing badly is that both of them said, well, people are going to eat less cereal. We have to get in other businesses. So General Mills bought YoPlay, and Kellogg bought Pringles. I remember this. And it seemed like the CEO of Kellogg, while he was trying to make this change and move his company in a new direction, kind of kept getting stuck into old patterns, like putting brown sugar on cornflakes. That's A, disgusting, and B, you know, not what Gwyneth Paltrow would do. But but this this reflects, this is a microcosm of the fragmentation of the breakfast market, Of the right? breakfast industrial uh, complex. Because either people are too lazy to make breakfast for themselves, in which case they're too lazy for cereal. They need something that comes prepackaged, or they need to go to Taco Bell and get a breakfast taco that they can hold in their hand Or they go they to Juice Generation or Jamba Juice, or right. what, which Jamba Juice, hello, hilarious failure of a stock, which shows you the fragmentation. Not enough to make that a public company. Well, Jamba Juice is all sugar. That's not that's not healthy. What's really interesting about Kellogg is that they made the same mistake twice, too, which was that they seriously, seriously cut um, R&D and they cut spending in general and cut costs of the company. And it ran they ran into serious problems with distribution and the quality of their product. And they did that not once, but twice under an old CEO and a new CEO. You know, you say they cut R&D, but some mature businesses should just shrink. Like Frosted Flakes still still sells like half a billion dollars a year worth of cereal, even though it's declining. It's the second biggest cereal in the country. There are still some people who will eat sugar coated grain flakes in the morning, even if it's a shrinking percentage of the population. Right, we've seen the Honey Boo Boo thing. Yes, and so some, you know, it's like if you if you owned Blockbuster Video in the year two thousand, you could see the writing on the wall that people were not going to rent physical DVDs forever. But it was kind of the correct decision to just let the business decline, collect what profits you could collect while people were still renting, and then go out of business when it was not needed. Well, that's kind of where, where you have to see – you have to commit. You either grow the business, spend money in R&D, and continue to play that number one cereal maker role with General Mills and stay in the game, or you pull back. Right. There's a temptation to criticize CEOs for making the pullback choice. It's saying, you know, you That's used true. to be such a big deal. Why can't you figure out what the next big deal thing is? But often a company is good at one thing and it's not going to be good at another thing. So you can you can keep making Frosted Flakes and make a lot of money, just not as much money as you were before. That may well be the correct 
decision for Kellogg. I mean, General Mills went out and bought YoPlay, um, and they moved early enough that it was a, a time with, that they were making a good call on yogurt. But if it's today... Is there any time you've thought to yourself, man, I need a Pringle? They didn't even buy, like... The, a quality potato chip business, no. like the Frito-Lay business or something. Those are not even really potato chips. They are like compressed potato f- shavings. They're like, but- they're like potato paper towels. <laughs> yeah, and it's and, and it's the, the opposite of where food trends are going right now. But then they've had issues with other businesses, like they own Kashi, which was an example of where the cereal That's business true. would be going. But then they bought Kashi and they like started introducing Kashis that were not organic or Kashis that contained genetically modified right. organisms. And didn't they try to keep the headquarters in California so they had street cred, but and, then they would put all this crap into Kashi? Right. And then they moved the headquarters and then they moved it back. And it's sort of if you're if you're going to buy a business like that to do get it. That, yeah. That, but then you have to you have to commit to what was desirable about that brand to begin with. And there have been successful examples of that. Like Unilever buying Ben and Jerry's and still keeping. Oh, I didn't even know they owned that. Yeah, exactly. So they kept all the like indie Vermont ethos. Look at us, we're so liberal and cool. That's what's hot. That's what's hot. Like buying a company and nobody even knowing about it. Yeah, especially if it's something like that where it's sort of anti-corporate in its definition. You need to be able to keep that separation. So looking forward at where this industry is going to go, people still eat. Yeah. So there's going to be a business selling food to people. It's just going to change what kind of foods are sold and who's going to sell them. So there's been this broader shift in general with American eating away from food prepared at home and away from restaurant meals toward takeaway. People want food that if they can fit in their hand. If you're eating Taco Bell in the morning, you had better be drunk. <laughs> That's what the, It's a breakfast taco. Gross, dude. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 